Okay, praise the Lord. We had like a 10-minute prayer right there, so praise God. We are fired up. Amen? Yes, amen. Amen. Glad to be together to worship with you this morning. And we know God is in your households, wherever you are right now, that you have come together and assembled together in the name of Jesus Christ to listen to this uh, audio recording and to pray with your families and to intercede and not forget what God told you and you're coming in and going out that you come when you're rising up and you're laying down that you get your families together and you talk to them about the goodness of God and the testimonies and things that God has done for you and what his word says about them and what God has done for your kids and let your kids tell them what God has done throughout the day even though we're home even though we're we're so as they say confined or um, under quarantine God is moving in your life you don't have to amen rise nodding her head you don't have to go out into the world for God to move in your life you don't have to to go to school or or go to Walmart or go to the supermarket or the flea market for God to move. Amen. God is moving everywhere and he, he meets you right where you are. And I hope you're getting into your proverbial prayer closets and you're spending time in prayer. God spoke to us and said, spoke to me and said, I have given thee a Sabbath. I have given you a Sabbath. He said, and that's what we preached on last Sunday in our little short message that we sent out. God has given us a Sabbath. He has given us time to get into his presence. A Sabbath is not for you to sleep all day and watch football. A Sabbath is for you to press into the presence of God, to put away all the things of the world and focus on him. And look what God has done. No Olympics, no football games, no basketball games, all that stuff has been put aside so that what? We have time to get into the presence of God. Amen. I see a lot of people saying, oh, I'm going to watch Netflix. We can't, you shouldn't be doing that. I'm waiting for God to shut down Netflix next. <laughs> but we need to, we need to, you know, it's the, the, the uh, recording of sitcoms and stuff like that has, a lot of them have been canceled. So you're just going to see reruns of reruns of reruns. So, you know, it's like the 80s, a bunch of reruns. So why not get into the presence of God? Amen. There's nothing this world has to offer that is worth getting into. Nothing. The world has nothing for you. He has given us a Sabbath. He has told us, I just want to remind you of a couple of points before we get into the, the, the message this morning, of things that he's been saying to us. And he told us that in the very beginning to have faith over fear, not to let fear rule you. Faith squashes fear. When you play rock, paper, scissors, if you were playing that with faith and fear, faith squashes the fear. It's covered. It's gone. Amen. We are set free from the law of sin and death. We are set free from the bondage of fear. Amen. Amen. So we don't have to suffer under this. We don't have to be um, anxious. We don't have to be worried. We don't have to be concerned because God is in control. He has never not been in control. God is in control. Amen. We have nothing to fear. A great... Uh, General once said, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. Why did he say that? Because if you let fear in, fear will destroy you. The enemy comes for nothing else but to kill, steal, and destroy. Steal and destroy. If you let that fear in, that's what it will do. Nip it in the bud. Get into the word and see what God says about you right here, right now. Get into the word and find out what God says about the church right here, right now. Don't be, don't be uh, tossed about by every wind and doctrine. Don't let people tell you 
stuff that's not in the Bible or, t- or that they take it out of context. Know the word. He, he also told us, because I don't think I was able to, I don't think I contacted every single person and talked to you individually maybe about this, but I want to make it clear that the reason that we canceled our holding our services a couple of days before even the, the um, Navajo Nation set up their uh, quarantine, before New Mexico set up their quarantine, even before our bishops sent down word that we should postpone or, or, or stay our services, not have, not have services. The Lord spoke to me and said that we are to honor those that are in headship. We pray for our presidents, presidents, both of them. We pray for them to have wisdom and knowledge. We pray for them to direct our our country and to protect us and to make the right decisions. And we pray, and yes, they are men. And yes, they can overcome and override the direction of the Holy Ghost just like you can. But we pray for that and we, we submit to that. We submit to them. We elected them. We chose them. And so we have to recognize that and not be rebellious and say, well, you know what? They're closing the churches, and they're, they don't want us to go to church. That's not true. What they don't want is you to spread disease to it, the elders or, or immune-compromised people. They don't, they don't want. I can't have faith for every single person that walks through the door. I have heard ministers or tell of ministers that say they have faith for everybody that comes through, that this is not going to happen to anybody. But I don't know who's going to walk in that door. We've had visitors come in. Amen. We, you, you, in, in big, massive churches, they have thousands of people that come through those doors, and people are not able. You cannot, um, you can't have faith for that person to to do the right thing. You can't have faith for that person not to come in and say, you know what, I have this disease, and I. If that were true, you wouldn't have shooters come up in churches either, right? Just dropping that in there. So we, we have to understand. That God is in control, but you have to have wisdom. That's what I'm trying to get to. We have to have wisdom. And the Holy Ghost kept speaking to me over and over again. Wisdom crieth in the streets, but who's listening? No one was listening, and still we're begging people to listen to the wisdom of God. This is wisdom that God is telling us to do. Amen? Amen. When When he told the people to go into the doors, shut the doors, and pray, did he not? Yes, I believe it's in Isaiah. And again, he told them at the Passover to go inside, put the blood on the doorpost, and go inside and stay in there until I tell you to come out. That's a quarantine. Amen? The plague was going to pass by, but if they went out, they were going to be destroyed. We have to have wisdom and, and, and acknowledge what God is speaking to us and acknowledge and be obedient to our leadership and our headship. We must honor it. We must have honor, respect, and obedience. Those are parts of what faith really is. When you begin to study the New Testament and you look at what and how they explain faith, you will find those three things in there. There's a good Bible study for the week. All right, I just wanted to cover those couple of things there. That's just a precursor. So let's jump into the Word this morning. I heard the Lord say Isaiah chapter 2 this morning. So turn with me to Isaiah chapter 2. I'm going to turn it off and start it over again. Isaiah chapter 2. 